Hey there, welcome to the Champions for Parents podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins, friends and supporters of parents and caregivers affected by disability. We love them and we are them. Yes, we also support folks who serve those with disabilities and their families in ministry. This podcast is for you if you are a parent, if you serve in ministry, and if you want to know better how to understand and walk alongside families affected by disability. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about meltdowns. Let's start this podcast out with the everydayness of meltdowns. What do they look like? Yeah, we have some comments from parents who we know that are walking with uh, uh, this meltdown issue in real time. Yeah. Listening to one right now, one lady said, um, actually, so she's, she's I the asked the question, <laughs> I asked the question on social media um, to some friends of mine, actually, uh, what, what are you dealing with when you're dealing with meltdowns? And that's when she said, listening to one right now, mm. actually, my husband is handling it. Oh, don't we love when somebody else can handle it? Screaming, crying, kicking, pounding the floor, hiding under a blanket, running away. Mm. Biting is another, another person says, biting, pinching, kicking, crying, pulling, pounding the floor, a lot of emotions. The other day, it happened in the middle of, of the apartment parking lot. It was so scary. And what's hard is when the public is watching you mm. and judging you in these things. So another mom said, lots of screaming and crying, throwing or knocking things over, sometimes punching and kicking. One time he went off at the store, screaming, grabbing my legs, trying to flip over our cart and the carts of strangers. Hmm. Another, uh, screaming obscenities, calling us by our first name, physically attacking others, self-injurious, crying out for biological family. Those poor babies that have gone through the trauma of being taken from their homes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of trauma inside. Mm. Self-injury, another mom says, refusal to leave, aggression towards a parent, and often hitting or choking one of us, and typically me. Mm. That is a lot. The important thing to remember is that behavior tells a story. There's a reason, there's a cause. If our first understanding can be compassion, then we as the caregiver or ministry leader will be better equipped to handle these difficult episodes. Yes. So how can we have good go-to strategies? And here's some tips. Talk to the individuals with disability mm -hmm. that are able to communicate with you when they're not in the middle of the struggle to identify better with how they feel as a meltdown is ramping up and as they are in the midst of it. At one of our recent Champions for Parents virtual coffee shop chats, we were blessed to have among us a lovely lady who struggles with meltdowns and she got, gave us great insight. She shared that sometimes the world is coming at her too much, too fast. Then the fight or flight response kicks in. She often has a feeling that something needs to be destroyed. She has difficulty filtering background noise. Knowing this can help us understand what's going on with our children. Right. So as we are learning what is going on inside the individual, what can we put into place that will help? Mm. 
understanding potential triggers. Mm. Maybe the child or adult is experiencing sensory overload, where, like our friend described, the world is coming at them too much, too fast. Think about creating an environment that has sober, so, sober, that has softer lights, softer sounds. Maybe you can offer noise-reducing headphones, lower the music, talk a little softer. If possible, cut down on visual stimulation, the things that are on the walls and the floors. Maybe there's too much color, too many words, and that can be clutter for someone with sensory struggles. Maybe the individual is hungry or has perceived hunger. Hunger. Uh, some of our kids from hard places may have been deprived of food or may have trauma around food. Always have snacks on hand and don't hesitate to allow them. Don't let this be a hindrance to establishing good relationships. Sometimes people will say, but if I give it to one, I'll have it to give it to everyone. Well then, give it to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe the individual is especially sensitive to the moods or perceived mood of caregivers and ministry leaders, and certain voice tones can trigger them. Keep your voice positive and upbeat and calm. Also, some children can't handle negative words like, no, we can't, or stop. Get creative with work around those words. For example, instead of no, say, yes, we will do that after, if you can. Maybe the individual is triggered by perceived chaos or disorder. Keep things as orderly as possible. I know it's a lot of extra work, but it is so worth it. Maybe the individual is frustrated by not knowing what's next mm. and when it is coming. Yeah. And to handle this, you could communicate by several means the next things. Uh, verbally, with visual charts, give a heads up. Um, tell them what's going to happen yeah. um, as you anticipate um, uh, the, the next thing in the transition. Transitions are hard yeah. for these kids. Maybe the individual is just plain tired. You know how we get just plain yeah. tired, right? So maybe we can offer a place of rest or where the person can take a break. If you're a ministry leader, here's some tips specific for you. Start with the intake form. Yeah. Yeah, ask questions that would invite the parent to give you more information on their child, including ideas on how to help their child have the best experience. Ask the parent for a telephone or a video chat or in-person appointment to get a better idea of what their experience with meltdowns has been with their child. Things like what to look for, how to de-escalate and reduce the intensity. What works for them? Right. Make a plan. Give your volunteers good training on carrying out that plan. Yeah. Some additional ideas to help calm anxiety for all of us, really. Individuals affected by disability, parents and caregivers, and ministry folks. Here is an article, Eight Ways to Stimulate Your Vagus Nerve and Ease Anxiety. And we'll put the link to this in the show notes. Breathe deeply. Sometimes we forget mm -hmm. to breathe, don't we? Sing it out. If you're inclined to be a singer, just sing it out and mm -hmm. encourage others around you to sing it out massage sometimes a massage now parents with children can do this very easily in ministry we have to be careful with touch so but parents go for it do you know do the massage thing 
cold water immersion. I hadn't known that one. That was a different one. I'm not sure that I'd be really excited about cold water immersion, but for some people that really works. Mm -hmm. And then exercise, connect with others, and laugh. Yes. So another idea for calming is something called tapping. Uh, if you've heard of the words emotional freedom technique or EFT, there are great videos to give information and get you started with this technique. One mom says that her son needs to throw things. So she offers stuffed animals rather than destructive and dangerous items. Mm -hmm. Remember to pray and then take the next step in faith. Also, consider getting trauma-informed training. There are several organizations who do an amazing job at this, and we'll have some links in the show notes for them. Yeah, one last thought. When a friend of ours who is a mom familiar with the struggle of meltdowns worked in a residential center, she and her coworkers followed these steps to help themselves remain calm. Very important that we remain calm during it is. the meltdown of our loved one. Uh, first, uh, breathe deeply. Everyone seems to encourage us to breathe. <laughs> yeah, when we're under stress, sometimes we just forget we do. to breathe. We honestly do. Uh, second, pray. Definitely pray. Maybe that should be first. Um, but pray. Breathe and pray at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Um, safety. Remember, safety first. Um, and then also... Uh, when when things have resolved, debrief with staff after the incident and work toward a proactive plan to watch for early signs and triggers and hopefully, hopefully support the person before the meltdown. And that is what we want mm. to do. Support the person before the meltdown. Get with somebody else who's really good at making, uh, kind of looking at the situation and trying to figure out how can we de-escalate this beforehand? What's going on with mm -hmm. this, this child or this adult that we can help them to be calm? So we hope this information has been helpful to you. Mm. As always, if you would like us to come alongside and help you brainstorm as a parent or as someone who serves in ministry, we would invite you to get in touch with us. You are never alone. We have got gained over the years a lot of good tips, and we'd love to share them with you. We offer free private coaching for parents, individually or with others you bring along, and for folks in ministry as individuals or as a team. If you want to engage with us by email, phone, or Zoom, we do all of those ways because we have to make it work for you, right? Let us know with an email to champions4parents at gmail.com. It is our joy to be available to you. We invite you to check out our website, championsforparents.com, and invite you to email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. Also, come find Champions for Parents on Facebook. If you feel led to give financially to help us to continue to support, equip, and empower you and others like you, we are missionaries to parents through REF, which is Reformed Evangelistic Fellowship out of Bristol, Tennessee. For instructions, please go to our webpage, championsforparents.com, and click on the Donate tab in the menu selection at the top. We hope that this podcast has helped you to feel that you are not alone. Life can be challenging. Our prayer is that along the way you feel God's presence and His grace and His love. Remember, 
We are here when you need a little extra support. Blessings to you and to those you love and serve. Bye for now. Bye-bye.